It's time to pick up the phone. Answer that call. This call is your calling and you can't hide from it or ignore it. That passion you have to help people and make a difference isn't going anywhere. You deserve to get paid and paid well doing work you love and changing lives. Everything in your life has led you here. And now we're here to help you figure out how to make your destiny your reality. Welcome to Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast hosted by Inner Glow Circle. IGC is an internationally accredited life coaching school created to take your existing professional skills paired with your life experience and turn it into a six-figure coaching business. We've trained thousands of successful coaches and now it's your turn. Let's get focused, get real, and get you six-figure certified. Welcome, welcome to Six Figure Certified Coach. It's Katie DePaula, founder of Inner Glow Circle here. And today... I'm interviewing Ashley Milkey. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you and welcome friends who are listening. So first off, Ashley, tell us what is your relationship to IGC? When did you graduate? Um, I graduated from IGC, I think in October, 2020. That was, that was when I finished. That feels like so short ago, but also so long ago. I know it's funny for me, like watching your success and growth over the past, like I want to say years, but it's a year and it's really been incredible. So tell us what is your company called and what is your main mission and focus? Yeah, my company is just called Ashley Milky Coaching LLC and so fancy. I, I tried not to overthink. I really, you'll find in this podcast as you listen, I really just dove right in. And I was like, what are the easiest decisions? And like naming your business, your name, easy decision. You can get past it. Um, but my company is all about helping women learn repeatable marketing and sales strategies so they can grow and scale online businesses that they love. Yeah. And you bring so much passion and heart to the table. So one story I love about you, Ashley, is that you actually quit your nine to five job halfway through your coach, your coach training certification with IGC. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that's something that like, when, you know, we take sales calls or we talk to new students, that's a story I love to tell because it's completely real. And it's Mm -hmm. sort of like just hashtag goals, right? It's just like what everybody wants to do. Oh my gosh. Thinking back on it, I was so terrified. There was like an entire coaching session at the end of one of our training calls. Cause we have like practice coaching and I was the volunteer and I had to have one of uh, my like peers coach me through quitting my nine to five because I was so nervous, but I was like, now is the time. But the way I got up to the time is the first two months of training, I was like taking everything in. I was working with my partner coach. I was like figuring out how to be a coach. And then in the third month, I started promoting services online. And I was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to sell some stuff. I created a package. I was doing some life purpose coaching. And I was like, my goal is to land four clients. And if I land four clients, I'm quitting my job June, 2020, I will no longer be employed by a company because I was so over my nine to five. I was like, get me out of here. And so that's what I did. And and I'm, there were so many things that had to happen for me to be able to do that. A lot of coaching had to happen for me to be able to do that. Like me getting coached through a lot of feelings and emotions. And one of the biggest things I remember is I had to face so much rejection, so many no's. I was like on a mission. I was like, okay, I'm going to 
book as many sales calls as possible. If I book 16 and I can land four clients from 16 sales calls, that'll be a good time. And so that's what I ended up doing. And it was so exciting. I couldn't believe it. And then we had the rest of coach training and I was like, this is so cool. Like this is my job now. So it was really exciting. It's really interesting that you talk about that goal of getting to four clients, because I don't know if I've ever told you this, or you've heard me tell this story, but when I went through my coach training certification in 2013, like almost 10 years ago now, I was in my early twenties. So we had that in common and I was paying for my training completely out of pocket. Like I was just paying for it, you know, myself as I went through the program And I was really nervous about whether or not I would be a good coach because of my age, but because of other things too, just like, you know, it seems like a high bar, right? Like if you're a life coach, you have to have your life together. We all have to get through that hump (laughs) Um, and realize that that's not always the case, but you know, I, I didn't know whether anyone would hire me. I didn't know if my marketing and sales skills would translate to this industry, but I think that that healthy pressure was actually what motivated me to make a plan and make my investment back. And I remember saying to myself, I'm going to make back everything I've invested in this program by the end of the program. And I did. And I remember also saying to myself, when I have four clients, that's when I'm going to feel like this is like a legit thing. So and cool. I would actually say, like, I would say to a new coach, you know, or someone who's starting training or thinking about it, like you're actually a real coach when you start coaching, right? Like, I don't, I think that for client mark is a little bit of a myth, but it's funny that you had the same idea. Yeah, totally. That is so funny. And I totally agree that like, you know, once you decide you're going to start coaching and you're coaching, like you're the coach, you're doing the thing. Um, and for me, like even thinking about like, oh, how am I going to make my money back? And how am I going to invest in this coach training program? It's so expensive. I don't think this was an initially my intention, but the four clients that I landed made all of the money I, I invested in coach training back and then some because of right. how I priced my services. And so it's so funny to think about that now. Cause honestly, the motivator for me was I hated my job. And I was like, I will do anything to get out of my job. I don't care how much it costs my whole life. I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I don't know how it's going to happen, but when it unfolds, like I'm going to trust it. And it literally like me so long to discover coaching and life coaching, but I was like, this is it. This is how I do it. This is how I get paid to be me. And so I don't care what it takes. I'm going to make it, I'm going to figure it out and it's going to work. Yeah. I love that. So you had a plan, you know, I just, I'm kind of putting myself in the shoes of some of our audience and thinking like, you know, a lot of the people listening are like, we were what you were like two years ago. And I was like 10 years ago. And, and it's like, we have to take a step back for a moment. Right. And so what I actually want to ask you before we go any farther is like, you know, now you're, you, you've executed on the plan. So obviously you feel super confident and your job now, like what you do as a career is walk other people through that in large Mm -hmm. part. But how did you feel when you actually signed up for coach training? Were you nervous? Were you excited? Both? I almost didn't do it. I almost didn't do it because, okay, well, first I took a lot of time to research a coach training program. I finally found IGC and like, I had a lot of time to think about it because the, I wasn't enrolling until March was when it started. And I discovered IGC, I think like 
I don't know, the October or November before that. So I was like sitting on this decision and I just remember like being so nervous about it, like feeling so much chaos in my brain. I remember doing so much research on like, is this intuition or is this fear? Like what, what is guiding this decision and trying to learn about that. And I just remember like sitting with my husband and like talking and he was my boyfriend at the time, but we were talking and he's like, well, you can either make a change and maybe things will change or you can do nothing. And like, you can stay in the job you hate. You can stay in the career you hate. And like, that's just how it'll be. And then I was like, no, no, wait, no, I want to change. I don't want to, I can't be in the same job for another year. Like I literally cannot do it. So I think like that kind of perspective shift of like, if you don't make a change, nothing will change. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I think this is a safe bet. Like my gut keeps telling me this is a good idea. Um, it's more money than I've ever spent in the, my entire life. Like I was freaking out about that, but I was like, but I've always said like, if there's one person I can bet on, it's myself. So I'm just going to bet on myself here. I'm just going to bet on myself and, and figure it out. We invest in so many things, right? Like, especially as women, we invest in like these ridiculous beauty treatments and like clothes and health, you know, fads and all these different things. And it's like, at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, like, are you really investing in yourself? Whether Mm. that's education, whether that's starting the business that you keep talking about. I mean, come on, we all have things like I have a business, you have a business and there's still things that are on our mind every day that we're like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to start that. I'm going to, you know, open that department or do that thing. And we have to ask ourselves, like, what's really holding us back? And I think you speak to it so well, which often it's just fear. And then so many of us who are like spiritual or tuned into ourselves or our bodies or whatever, we're like, wait, is this fear or is this intuition? So like, what happened? Did you get a sign? Like, or was it really just your boyfriend now husband kind of bottom lining it for you? I think his bottom lining, it helped. But I think for me, like, if I think about like what my style of intuition is, it's just knowing I don't like get a feeling in my gut. Like I don't like get signs. It's just like something clicks. and I'm instantly like, yep, this is what I need to do. And there's no stopping me. Yeah. And so I think I had that, but I think it was so clouded by fear that it wasn't until someone was like, bottom line, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, this is what I have to do. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I know. Like, I always knew that I was going to enroll. I think I was just like tiptoeing around the facts. I was a little nervous. <laughs> I totally get that. And one thing I always say, cause I'm similar to you in my decision-making process is like, I try to tell other people your biggest sign is your desire. Like stop looking for like, you know, a deer to like walk into your yard <laughs> or like some like random thing. I mean, that stuff is kind of fun to play with and it, it does work. Like I for sure believe in the power of the universe to communicate with us in various ways. But I think that when it comes to making choices, you know, the, the biggest sign is just wanting something, right? Like you want to be a life coach, right? There's something in you. Like, I wish this is what I wish I could have told myself something in you wants to do this. So what's the harm in exploring that? And even looking back now, like, even if I didn't start the business I have now, I don't think I would have regret going through coach training at all. You know, tell me why. I don't know. I like, I grew so much as a person, I was, I mean, like you're getting coached as you're going through the process. So it's almost like if you don't look at it as an investment in anything, you look at it as an investment in yourself to grow as a person. And so I just gained so much confidence. I gained so 
much deep connection to people who have similar values to me that I just didn't experience like where I was living or in the job that I had. Like I was now surrounded by people who thought differently than the people I would normally talk to. Right. So like, I think like just that experience alone taught me so much about myself and so much about the world and, and so much about how I wanted to experience the world that like, that would have been cool to just like walk away. Like that was a cool thing that I did. I mean, it's a bonus that now I like, it's my job, but like you just learn so much. And even like looking at my cohort, like there are so many women who still work their nine to five jobs and have used all the skills that they have to like create positions at the jobs they have. And I'm like, right. that's so cool. So I just think it's like so beneficial, maybe so well-rounded. Yeah. I think that if it's something you're drawn to, like you have to trust that. Right. And you're right. Like a lot of our students will like use it to update their resumes and like negotiate raises or do new projects at work that they weren't really fully qualified for, didn't feel qualified for. Right. I think it builds a lot of confidence to go through Mm -hmm. coach training because I think you work so much on your communication skills and your listening and you know, getting to the core of what you want and asking yourself, like, what I, what do I actually desire? And then working with the people around you. Like when I was in coach training, I was in a full-time job still. And I remember like taking our coaching exercises and bringing them to my team at work and like asking them the questions. And so it's, it's so transferable. I really agree with you. Okay. So you're going to tell us at some point in this conversation, likely <laughs> the end. So, uh, keep listening how you actually made your first six figures, right? Cause that's what this podcast is about. Like making your first six figures, living a six figure life, what that means outside of money with money, all the, all the things. But first, when you and I were talking before recording, I, I asked you about some of the key pieces of your six figure success story. And I was really impressed because they were so step-by-step, which is like how your brain works. And one thing I love about your content and what you put out there is like, you always break it down super simply. Um, so if it's okay, I'll read them. And then I want to actually dive into each one. Totally. Okay. So Ashley broke it down like this. (laughs) This is her like six figure success story, which probably at one point was also her plan, right? But she's made it happen. So it's now her story. So number one was getting certified as a life coach. Number two was repeatable strategies, which she'll talk more about. Number three was micro celebrity strategies, which she's going to talk more about. And I just love how she talks about this. It's very unique perspective. Number four, doing business however you want. And then five, having a support team, which I absolutely agree is so key. So let's dig in. First, tell us how getting certified as a life coach has contributed to your six-figure success. If I did not get certified as a life coach, I don't think I would have been successful at all. (laughs) Like not to say event, like maybe eventually, but it really gave me a confidence and a path forward. I always think of people who are like, well, I want to be a life coach. And if you have that thought, but you're not certified, I just don't see how I would have like gotten the confidence to like run a coaching call that I didn't know how to run. I felt so confident in getting certified that I was like, okay, cool. I know exactly how to create a package. I know exactly how to work someone through a problem. Yeah. Honestly, the confidence I have is kind of annoying at this point. There's so many people online who are like, well, you have to work with people who um, are trying to do the things that you've already done. 
But for me, I think because I'm certified as a life coach, like I'm an expert as a life coach. If I wanted to coach a billionaire, I could go coach a billionaire because I'm a good coach and yeah. I know how to coach people. So I feel like that tool really gave me the confidence to attract all kinds of people, people who are older than me, people who are younger than me, people who are have more established success than I have. And so that really kind of like laid the foundation for what I've been able to achieve and kind of how I interact and like give a really great client experience. Yeah. I mean, we say this in IGC, but like we teach you how to coach anyone around anything. And what we see historically speaking is that in their first year of coaching, coach, new coaches change their niche multiple times, not mm -hmm. just once, but multiple times. And yeah. when you learn, cause people will come to us and say, should I go through a health coaching program or should I go through IGC? Should I go through a spiritual coaching program or should I go through IGC? And we really believe that the way to be the most marketable as a coach is to just know how to coach anyone. Right. Cause then you can choose your niche based on your interests. Okay. Totally. So tell us about repeatable strategies. What are some of those and why are they so key? Oh my gosh. I love repeatable strategies. Fun fact. When I hit the scene, the internet scene, no one was talking about repeatable strategies. And now I see business coaches using that word. And I'm like, excuse you. I invented this. <laughs> not, really, not really, but um, no repeatable strategies. So key. They're so key. And I think repeatable strategies are actually like one of my core values in my brand. And it comes down to everything, your mindset strategies, your marketing strategies, your sales strategies. I think we spend a lot of time like reinventing the wheel and like stressing ourselves out in business on how do we find clients and how, how, maybe I should try this new strategy and somebody's using Pinterest and it's so shiny. I love that. And for me, like the reason I got to six figures so fast is I found systems that worked for me and my personality and the kind of clients I like working with. And I was like, okay, it worked once. Let me figure out why it worked and let me do it over and over and over again until I get all the results that I want and experimenting along the way, of course. But I think so many people get distracted by other things that that slows down their progress, which isn't a bad thing because experimenting and learning is awesome. But the yeah, secret but slowly, to Yeah. And slowing down your process is a bad thing, right? Because you want to be intentional, but you don't want to be frozen. Like you don't want to do totally. nothing. And it's yeah. so easy to do that. And what I love about the way you talk about repeatable strategies is it gives us such an easy way to focus. Mm. And I think as entrepreneurs, most of us aren't that great at focusing. Like <laughs> that's why we're good at being entrepreneurs. Cause we can jump from thing to thing to thing, mm -hmm. but you have to have some level of focus. And when like, it's like, these are the strategies, just do them. It puts you in this process where you can't really screw it up. Right. And like, to your point earlier, that's why I love and, and just believe in coach training certification so much because you learn the strategy of coaching and the strategy of selling coaching and the strategy of marketing coaching and, and how to be a coach. And like, you just repeat it. Oh right? yeah. And obviously it, these things tweak, like if you're launching a course, your strategy is going to be maybe slightly different than if you're launching a group program or something like that. But in general, these things are really repeatable across the board. 
Totally. And I love what you're saying about like, even your coaching calls, like my coaching calls, like I feel so confident going into them. That's the other thing about repeatable strategies. All of these things that we're talking about just lead to better confidence. But when you have a repeatable strategy, you go on a coaching call, you go on a sales call. You're like, I know what to do. Cause I do it every time. And this is the result I get every time. And it's awesome. Right. So yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> It's just so cool. I just want to like come back to this for a second, but it's so cool hearing you talk because you are such an expert and you are so confident. And really, if you graduated from coach training in October, that means you started like the previous April. Does that sound right? Yeah. I think our start date was March, like the last date, like March 31st or whatever. Yeah. Right. So you've been coaching for like less than two years, like even like practice coaching. Right. Wild. Wild. (laughs) I was actually looking back on 2021, like my photos. And I was like, this was a good year. Like this was so cool. Cause it was my first full year being a full-time coach. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. That's so cool for me to hear too. Hi, it's Kalia, IGC coach training grad and six-figure certified coach. I know you're here listening to these incredible stories of successful coaches and wondering, when will it be my turn? I'm sure you entered this year with the goal of finally stepping into your purpose. And there is no better way than enrolling in IGC's internationally accredited coach training program. Enrollment is open now and it is your turn. So take the first step by going to innerglowcircle.com forward slash call right now and book a free call with me. Your six-figure certified story starts today. Okay, cool. So let's talk about micro celeb strategies. Mm -hmm, What does that actually mean? And honestly, the first time I ever heard that term was from you. So I will testify to that. Thank you. Thank you. Don't let anybody on the internet talk to you about this. Why? Because I did a master's thesis where I had to research micro celebrity strategies and how it's used in online business. And Micro celebrity strategies is kind of what it sounds like, right? It sounds like an influencer, mm-hmm. but basically what a micro celebrity is, is someone who has grown a loyal fan base and they're famous among a very niche group of people. And yeah. so if you take this into the online business world, this is me going onto my Instagram. When I started my business, I had maybe a thousand followers for my personal account. And when I would go on there, the first step to being a micro celebrity is treating your audience like loyal loyal fans who are dying to hear what you're doing this week. So I would go on and be like, guys, I am selling this coaching program. I know you're so excited to hear about it. And it's just, again, that confidence piece. There's more strategies to it. Like, you know, having shared values and having shared values is what connects you with your audience. So if you know your values, you can know how your audience wants to interact with you and pull the right people into your audience. But I think the coolest thing and the, the best takeaway for people is that you know, if you build it, they will come. If you act like you have an audience, they will show up for you. If you treat them like they're loyal fans, they will become loyal fans. For me, it's even gotten to the place where like, I can talk about my personal life and people are like, oh my gosh, tell me more. Like what's Adrian doing? How's Max, your dog? And I'm like, that's weird that you know that. But also, yeah, I did tell everyone that this is my life. So here we are now. So it's, it's, it's cool. And it's cool because it leads to clients in a really organic way because they connect with you as a person because you're exciting and cool. And then they want to work with you because of all the help that you can provide. I love that. 
So we talk in IGC a lot about like doing and being right. And needing both of those pieces. And so what I'm hearing from you is like, there's a huge being piece here, like Mm -hmm. just showing up as this micro celebrity, right. Or celebrity, like whatever you want to call it, but it's almost like acting a little bit. And, you know, we talk about act as if, and I think that that's a really great way to get the new pattern down. Right. Cause like for, you know, we talk in coaching a lot about patterning and so much of our behavior is based on patterns. And so if your pattern is to like be shy on camera or to think that no one wants to hear from you, you're going to have to do something to get over that hump and get mm-hmm. into a new pattern. And so acting as if, or acting like a celebrity or acting like every single person on your Instagram is so freaking excited to hear from you actually can do the trick. Totally. Yeah. I, for me, when I started TikTok, I was like, okay, act as if you have a million people on TikTok who want to hear what you're doing. And I think that helped me go viral because I always went into TikTok with the mindset of like, this 15 second video is going to change someone's life. And they're so pumped about it. And it kind of became the thing that became true. I love that. And there's like this kind of nuanced difference between showing up saying like, I'm just showing up as if this is the case versus I'm showing up because like one day I need it to be this way. Mm -hmm. You know, I think sometimes people approach building their online following in a way, like I deserve to have all these eyeballs on me and you're like, screw it. I have all these eyeballs on me right now. Like that's how I'm going to show up. And even if I don't have all the followers, like that's like you said, probably how you ended up getting so many views and eventually the followers grow because people are seeing your content and subscribing. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Even thinking back to like my first month in business and, and like being public about it, I was going live every single week on my Instagram and no one was watching. No one was watching me talk, but I was like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to pretend there's 20 people here and I'm going to pretend they're very interested in what I have to say, because I don't know, maybe that one day it'll be the reality. But in doing that, what actually ended up happening was because I would would go when there's zero, when one person came, I would be so excited. And then when five people (laughs) came, I was- When I, five people came, I was freaking out. I was like, oh, I would get off. I would call my sister. Like, oh my God, I'm famous. I think I'm famous. Six people watched me. Okay. That's crazy. So oh I my it God. just like puts everything into perspective. That's amazing. That's like my husband, when he does like a tweet, he's like, Katie, six people liked my tweet. I'm like, okay. You're great. a celebrity. I'm so happy <laughs> for you. Okay. So, um, Another part of your success strategy is doing business however you want. What are some aspects of business that like you do your way that's different from what you've seen and heard from others? Totally, totally. I do. I think everybody should do business however they want. I think there's a lot of information where people are like, you have to use this strategy. Mm -hmm. You have to create this offer before you create that offer. And for me, I think a lot of doing business however I want was actually, it actually came down to a lot of experimenting to figure out what I liked and what I didn't like. So when some people were like, oh, sell this offer before you sell this offer, I would try it. But then I'd also be like, "Mm, okay, well, what if I did it another way? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it comes down to not necessarily you having to know how you want to do business, but being so open-minded and willing to challenge the way other people think and asking yourself like, you know, this is something I tell my clients, like whose voice is that? Is it yours? Is that how you want to do things? Or is it someone else's? If someone says, you know, 
For me, I like going live every single day and talking to my Instagram audience. I love doing that. I know a lot of people hate it. For me, it jazzes me up. And if you don't like doing business the way I do, how do you want to do it? Because I think you can do it however you want. You just have to find the repeatable strategy that works for you. Yeah. And it's like, you have to like something, right? Like you have to like some kind of marketing or some kind of way of selling. And a lot of people get into our program and they're like, I hate sales. I had such a bad sales experience, or I had like a traumatic experience at a sales company. I remember one client years ago was talking about how she got like reamed out publicly in front of a boss, like when she was reporting. And I'm like, Oh my God, like this is deep. Right. And you can't ignore that stuff. But I think that working through it, like, it's like when you, when you, when you want something as, and it's a 10, like, even if your fear or the shit that you've been through is a nine, like the 10 is still a 10, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's where you land. And so if you're a 10, you have to figure out, well, how, how am I going to do it? And one thing I love about like coach training and the way that we approach it And, you know, there's no one right way to coach, but like we give a lot of options. Like you can get to the same result with someone a lot of different ways. So you can ask the question this way, or you can do a sales call this way, or you can, and it's so much experimentation. Like, that's the thing I really hear you saying is that like, you know, so many people out there will say you have to do it this way. And it's cool if you want to try it that way, but if it doesn't work for you, you cannot beat yourself up. Totally. Like yeah. you have to find your way and there is a way that's going to work for you, right? Like a lot of our students are like, you know, they're probably, they might be watching you or listening to you, but they see other students, like other graduates when they go to our website and they look them up or whatever. And they're like, well, I don't want to do all the social media stuff. And it's like, we have plenty of success stories of people who meet people in person or like, you know, have a different kind of career and that's how they built their business. So you really can find a way that works for you. And I just love so much that that's such a part of what you teach. Totally. I love what you say too, about like how you can run a coaching call so many different ways. I think that was really exciting to me about coach training is not that like our clients are experiments, but like when you're first learning to run coaching call, it's like coaching calls. It's like Mm -hmm. mini experiments with your partner coach. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Ooh, that question was not good. I'm never asking it that way again, or oops, that was a close ended question. And now we have this awkwardness. I'm going to fix that. So I think like in a lot of ways, (laughs) learning how to coach is like learning how to run a business. (laughs) Yeah. Or like during, during, um, uh, I guess like, role, I hate using the word role play. I feel like it always like goes in a weird direction, but like during role play or observation at the end of each class, what we'll do is like have people, you know, do a demonstration and then everyone will come back on camera and say like, here's what we love. This was amazing. You totally killed this. And here's some other ideas of ways you could have gone in a different direction or like you unpacked, like coaching is so much like unpacking these different boxes, right? Mm -hmm. So you and I could be listening to the same client and I could be hearing one storyline that I want to start to unpack. And you could be hearing a totally different one. Neither one is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. They're just different ways, right? So coaching is like really this beautiful journey that you take with your client. And there's so many ways to approach it. Yes. I love it. Love it. Okay. So 
last one here in your little five-step process, um, which is actually a big process because it's created such dynamic results. You say that having a support team is key to your six-figure success. I couldn't agree more. Tell me your take on this. Yes. Honestly, a support team can come through in so many different ways. Specifically, I'm thinking of like the coaches who helped me in the beginning, the coaches that I had through coach training, the mentor coaches, even the coaches I hired after. I there's so many times when you're starting a business or just doing anything new where you get scared and you get in your head and like it's hard to navigate what is coming up in a way that you can continue to move forward. And I really just needed people in my life as I was getting started to be like, Hey, we can do this. Like, what's that thought? What's that limiting belief? What, what context are you living in here? Can we move through this? Because, you know, there's big things that you want to achieve. And I think working so much on my mindset with all kinds of support teams, whether it's people to help me with my mindset or, you know, people to help me ensure I had the right strategies really changed my ability to move forward quickly. I mean, I was so afraid to change my name and my Instagram bio to coach. Like I was like Mm. throwing up, not really, but like, I was like Mm. about it and like literally had to have someone walk me through. Although it seems so simple to me now, I know there's people listening who are probably feeling that way. They're like, oh my gosh, I have to tell people this is what I do now. And instead of just like living in that fear, I had people that I could get on a call with and be like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. Get me out of my head. You know, by the end of the call, I want to change the Instagram bio. And that's what we would work on. Yeah. Yeah. Team is so key. Like we just need accountability because like you said, we get stuck in our heads and we spin, we stay there and we spin and we're stuck. And it's what happens to our clients and why they hire us. And it's what happens to us, right? Mm -hmm. Like when we're in our own growth points and to get to that next phase, sometimes we really do need a lot of accountability. So yeah, I love that. Okay. I know I'm asking for a lot here, but six figure success, six figure certified coach. Are you open to telling us how you made your six figure, your first six figures and what that actually looked like? Yes. So it's so funny. It's like, while I was in coach training, the journey began, right. And Mm -hmm. I, did it. So the way I did it was I designed one program and then I had a one-on-one coaching. So I had one-on-one coaching clients, but I didn't honestly have that many. I had maybe one or two every month and I was launching a group coaching program that I was selling 10 spots for every round. And I think the program was like 3000 to $4,000. And so I did like however many rounds of that, I think it was like four. And then that made me my six figures. It sounds so simple, but like, I think the reason it worked is because it was simple. It was one program I grew, it's called nine to freedom. I still run it today. Mm -hmm. And I grew so much brand awareness around it. So much product awareness, people knew me and they knew their, this is Ashley. She has that nine to freedom program. Mm -hmm. And you know, like when I got a objections or people would say me say not this time, I'd be like, okay, cool. I'll come back next round. Mm-hmm. And some of my programs would sell out just from people who had said no to the first round. And so, like I said, it sounds so simple, but like it was one program that I consistently sold and I used those repeatable strategies that I'm talking about. I, you know, was posting on Instagram. I used Instagram mostly. I was posting on Instagram stories. I was going live. I was connecting with my audience. I was like 
pitching people in my DMs. I'm like, Hey, you have this problem. I can solve it. Do you want to see how I could solve it? They Mm -hmm. would say yes or no. And I would carry on my merry way, just grinding until I found the people who needed my help. And so I don't know, it really sounds so simple, but it was a lot of work. So how long did it take you to hit that six figure mark? So I think like collectively it took eight months since I like first publicly started promoting my services, but I made like, if I didn't count anything that I did for the like two months, four months prior, two months, I did it all in six months. Like I made six figures in six months from that one program. Wow. That's really cool. And you were, and you were still in coach training when you started the program, like when you launched it, when I first launched the program, it was in July, 2020. And so I was like a little more than halfway through coach training. And then, so like, we just have to do the mental math here, but, um, at what point, like how many, how long after graduating coach training would you have then hit that six figure mark? Okay. So we graduated at the end of October, <laughs> like two months, dude, two, dude, two dude. months later, dude, that's impressive. Thanks. Right. That's so cool to look at it that way. Right. Well, it's really impressive because you know, it's like, I mean, you, you took a leap. Like I think there for, for you, it sounds like there was something about hitting that for a client mark that made you really realize and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to speak for you, but made you really realize like, this is a legit thing. I can do this and I'm super effing miserable. So like I'm out but mm-hmm. also that gave you much more bandwidth to focus, right? Oh yeah. And so, you know, you kind of had your own like repeatable strategy there where like you got to start focusing on the thing that you knew you loved more. And True. so look, like not everybody, including me, like I was not ready to quit my full-time job when I graduated from coach training. Like I was, I had made, I, I think like almost $15,000 or something which like for me was a a lot. Like I was really proud of myself for doing that. I was like 25 and, you know, I had another business on the side. I mean, I was really, really working hard to try to get out of my full-time job, but I was, I was really nervous about it. I was not as like brave or ballsy as you were. And so, you know, for some people, like maybe what Ashley's two months is might take you four months or six months after training. Some people do it sooner in training, right? Like there's no, again, right or wrong way to do this. The, the, the bottom line here is that it's possible mm-hmm. and it's possible for someone who doesn't have a background in coaching, who, you know, doesn't have a ton of life experience, like relatively speaking, you know, I was really similar to you in terms of age. And I remember there was a woman in my class who was like in her sixties and she was like, I have so much more life experience than you. And I was, I was like, you're right. Like, and I, I was afraid I wasn't going to do well because of that, but it also gave me motivation to kind of prove those people wrong that said that, you know, I couldn't be a life coach because of my age or because Mm -hmm. of life experience that's complete BS. Right. And people who are just teaching and coaching from their own experiences, I would have to say, in my opinion, as you know, the owner of a coach training company, like aren't really coaching. Like, yeah, totally. It doesn't require life experience. Totally. And it's so interesting. I feel like a lot of people feel, well, a lot of young people feel this way. Cause I felt that way too. I was like, Oh my God, who's going to, who's going to want to be coached by me. I'm like, 
12. And like, like, it's so funny. Stop. (laughs) No, but it was, I had to get over that too. And like, now I coach women of all ages, older than me, younger than me, all all kinds of ages. Yeah. For sure. And some clients like they prefer, you know, that's something that they want, right. They want someone who has like a different perspective than them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my last question, what would you say to yourself pre becoming a certified coach pre quitting your nine to five? So we're talking like early 2020 here and we can leave out the COVID part. You don't have to like warn yourself about that. But like, <laughs> you could go back in time and tell yourself anything about yourself, about your career path, about what was to come. What would you say? I would literally just say it's going to be okay. Like it's all going to be okay. It's going to be better than okay. So just do it. Cause remember, like I was freaking out. I almost didn't do coach training. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to stay in my miserable job for the rest of my life. So I would say, don't stay in your miserable job. Like your gut feeling is right. Your intuition is correct. Go do the thing. You can't even believe like if I would have told myself like the life I'm living now, I wouldn't have even believed it. I would have been like, Aww. you're wrong. So I would be like, you're not even going to believe what I'm going to tell you. Just know it works out. Just Aww. go do it. It works out. <laughs> that like makes me want to cry. I love that. <laughs> and like, I-, I always feel that we can apply that to the future, right? Like, so you now, no, sorry, you future, like you in two years, imagine you telling yourself, you're then self. Oh shit. Now I'm getting confused. Okay. Let's start over. <laughs> well, let's start over with the exercise. Future so, Ashley comes back and tells me now <laughs> future Ashley and future listeners, future self comes back to now, right? Like the reality is if we really show up and do the work, then we're not going to recognize ourselves in two years. We're not going to rec- recognize our lives in two years. We're not going to believe what our lives are going to be. And that's why the process of creation and coaching and possibility is so powerful because you don't know, you don't know. And that's why like, you know, dreams actually can become reality when we have plans in place. And when we have accountability coaching us along the way. So like we, as career people actually help facilitate people's dreams. And we do that for ourselves too. Right. So it's pretty freaking cool. It's pretty freaking cool. It reminds me, I had a friend who sat in on one of my training sessions with like a group of clients and she was like, wow, those people are really impressive, but it made me realize something about people who are successful. They're just doing things. Like everyone you're working with is just doing things. They're Mm -hmm. just saying what they want and then they go do it. And then good things happen. And I'm like, I hate to, uh, oversimplify it, but yeah, like if you want to go after something, a lot of it is just being willing to like go go do stuff, even if it's scary, even if it's weird. And then it kind of just works out. Yeah. And it's not that scary and weird when you're like in a class of people who are dope and like support you. Right. Makes yeah. Sense. Coach training was the least scary part about anything. <laughs> I think that was the most fun part. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to tell the people? Tell the people that <laughs> if you're not a certified life coach, you should do IGC because Literally, if you get anything from this, obviously it changed my life in a major way. It was the foundation for all of my confidence 
And I think I was someone who really knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I had no idea what that would look like. And like, this was it. I was like, wow, it just kind of fell on my lap. Like, oh my gosh. Like I had tried so many other businesses, like, or not really tried them, but had ideas. Yeah. And this was the one where I was like, yes. So if you're like, want to be an entrepreneur, want to work for yourself, thinking of a life coach, like, oh my gosh, go for it. Okay. This is 100% not supposed to be a commercial. We haven't even started our commercials yet. Um, Okay. Well, I I really appreciate that. No, I'm just telling our audience, but I do have a little question that I want to ask you. I just don't want people to think I'm like probing you to, to, to say these things. Um, but I I am curious because you talk about, you know, doing a lot of research for your coach training program. Was there something in particular that stood out about about IGC? Like, how did you choose? I I feel like the way I chose is not great, but I I just really resonated. You closed your eyes and you picked it. Like, no, I feel like I really resonated with the, first, the website, like the branding, um, like the other and I mean, branding is key. And when I looked at other websites, it felt very stuffy. It felt very corporate. It felt very, I don't know, like my values didn't align. It felt like, I don't know, too much like school. I've already done school. I wanted something more like immersive, if you will. And so I feel like IGC was very immersive and like, I am actually coaching as I'm learning, not just with clients that I find myself, but like within the program, you're like learning how to coach. Um, I think a lot of the values I shared with the program. And so that stood out to me and I don't know, it just felt really like safe and trustworthy. Uh, and there's literally thousands of programs. so I yeah. liked that a lot, all those good vibes. That's cool. I think branding speaks to us a lot. And I think that like, we are attracted to things that have shared values, right? So like for you, branding is important. Like you love, like, sure. You use your name as your business name, but like nine to freedom, like that's so catchy. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you use colors that really pop and you, when you get on, you know, when you share your photos like, and get on uh, Instagram, like you have this look and you bring this energy and it's very consistent. Even Mm -hmm. if you have different things going on in your life, it's consistent, right? You're building a brand. So I think sometimes we, when we're looking for something, whether it's like a skincare product or whatever, we like want something that shares our values. So I hear you there. Okay. Ashley, where can we find you online if we want to hang out with you more? You should first, you should hang out with me on TikTok. It's just my name with an extra E at the end, because there's some other people who own my name guys. So Okay, but we spell your name because it said milky, like Milky Way, but like yes, oh, it's M I E L K E. Yeah, and then if you want to follow me, you just kind of add the extra e at the end. Okay, that's on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok and the e is for extra, like the e is actually for extra. I don't know who the other Ashley Milkies are, but it's fine. Um, and then you should also come hang out in my wealthy women in business Facebook group where I do free trainings and it's just a fun community of people who are aspiring or currently entrepreneurs. Love that. Well, mm-hmm. Ash, it was so fun hanging with you today. Did you have fun? Thanks. I had so much fun. Okay. Thank you for <laughs> spending your time with me. And I know this is going to be so, so valuable for our listeners. And thank you for getting vulnerable and sharing your six-figure certified coach story. We really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I loved it. Let's face it. The world needs you and your clients are waiting. This is the year you make it happen and become a six-figure certified coach doing exactly what you were called to do. 
If you loved this episode, give us a five-star review and share it with someone else who's ready to make moves and answer their calling. We can't wait to see you next week and help you make your first or your next six figures as a certified coach.